So what's going on, everybody? How's everybody doing? I got my an uh, genetic ancestry results back. Wait, what? You did that? Uh, yeah, Jeff did it a while back, and I thought I was talking sort to Jen of. about it, and it kind of made it sound like it was cool. So she mm -hmm. get, uh, got me it for Hanukkah, actually, and their results are fucking slow. But I finally got mine. Are you going to nice. share them with us today? I can. I'm very interested. Uh, uh, I'm super stoked for this. Before we do this, though, I want to play a quick game called, like, um, bet what we think the top uh, three are. The top three? The top three. I, I am far less mutt than you are, Jeff. Mine are far more specific. <laughs> uh, I'll always describe myself as Western European mutt. <laughs> I'm going to definitely say there's a good chunk of German. Definitely German after the stories he's told of his family. Um, do we have to guess which side of your family that these come from? Because uh, it's telling no. And also, were they able to tell you which side? Uh, I didn't go that deep. I didn't. I I could go that deep. I've chosen not to. I got the okay. results, and I'm like, fuck it. These are good enough. This is all I wanted to know. Mm -hmm. Oh, but you can input names. And nope, don't care. Mm -mm. Now they're information farming you. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna go. Uh, German for sure. I'm gonna say Jewish-Russian somewhere in there. And for the fuck of it, a little bit of Northern Africa. <laughs> okay. All right. Remember yours. <laughs> okay. And All Jeff? Right. Hang on. Uh, so... We've got German, Russian Jew, Northern Africa. Uh, betting on German seems like the safe thing, so I'm probably going to say there's German. It's like calling me Irish. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm trying to think that there's like... Like, I'm half anticipating there's something, like, out of the way and unexpected, like, Spanish or something. But... There ooh. is one, just not from the location you think. Mm -hmm. Port I'm gonna go with Portugal, maybe? You already or... guessed yours, Alex. You, you don't get ah! to guess yeah. more. Yeah. I'm Fine. not going to, like, uh, do a tester and then... So I'm gonna stick with Spain, even though I'm probably wrong. So I've got German, Spain, um... Probably maybe Polish. Yeah, I'm gonna go. So I've got German, Spain, Polish. So I'd probably trade Spain in for Argentinian. Sure. Oh yeah, I was I was thinking Argentina, but too late now. Bah. Yeah. I'm not All that right, German. So. Or that <laughs> kind of German. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Charlie, what do we got? All right, uh, I, I, they only could discover or identify ninety nine percent. So um. Read into that as much as you will. At a whopping 50%, a hard 50, Russian Jew. I see, I knew there was Russian Jew in there. All right. Followed by, again, a, a shocking and significantly large 18% Scandinavian, specifically Nordic. Ooh. Really? Yep. 
followed by 10% Iberian Peninsula for the top three, followed by 7% General Europe West, followed by 6% General Europe East, followed by 4% Ireland, not Irish, Celtic Ireland, mm. followed by 2% Great Britain, not British, again, Celtic Britain, huh. followed by 2% um, Italy, followed by 1%, I guess, Caucus or something? I don't know that one. Neither did I, but it's apparently like Middle Easty stuff. Oh. Okay. Which so makes sense. Alex was way closer than I was on anything. I just love that I have all of the. You're like... not German? Well, I so guess that's probably in the Western that's European. That's probably the Europe bag. West, or it could yeah. actually be the Nordic part. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would say that for sure, but I knew for I, I just had a feeling I'm like I gotta throw in Russian Jew for sure. Like, uh, the best there. part is it's like they have like, je like I was scrolling through the stuff that like we have general Jew, we have European Jewish, we have a bunch of things, and then like in bold they then also like but there's also like genetically Russian Jew, and I'm like yeah that that mm -hmm. that one that one tracks. Mm -hmm. Yep. So those for Danya, Charlie. Yep, that that this comes as somewhat no surprise. I just love the fact that I'm telling uh, Jen this, and she goes, "So you got all of the cultures you're weirdly into? Congratulations! You got Celts, you got Vikings, you got your. Where are you weird... hiding the Japanese? <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> That's it. You are right. You got Celts. You got Nordic. You got. Russians. Or, I got yeah, the Russian. scary Jews, the ones that are like, most of you are nasally and curly haired. And then there's this one branch that grows to like six foot two and punched bears for fun. They got run <laughs> out of the country. Why? They people were terrified of them. Like there's they are the origin of all of the really weird Jewish stereotypes, like us drinking blood and eating babies. Oh my god. They're also the origin of all the like Jews are covered in like a thick black bear like coat. And I'm like, yep, that's that that's Russian. Yep. That's where I'm those so... stereotypes come from. And I'm laughing because like you had that nice mix of like five percent this, two percent that. I got fifty fucking percent one thing. Right off the bat. Well, I got forty seven percent Irish. Yeah. That's that's pretty damn close in number. Yeah. I just my numbers after that are much more scattered than yours. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? I do find it funny that you are Russian Jew and I am European Jew, apparently. <laughs> oh no, you're <laughs> there there is a difference. Like they're like, Yeah, 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 we lump everyone in except the Russians. Why? They are genetically different. <laughs> It is why when right. I cut my hair, I get significantly more Russian-looking. <laughs> oh, yes, you have the sunken eye sockets of a, of a people that hate life and no great hardship. You mean Jewish? You mean Russian. <laughs>Welcome to the Wicked Awesome Cast, episode 62. I'll come up with a name for this thing later. As always, I'm Charlie, a.k.a. Mordak, a.k.a. no other a.k.a.s. That's all I got. And I'm joined by Alex, a.k.a. Mave Online, a.k.a. Hannes Mave, a.k.a. Come up with something funny to fill here. I don't know why I'm saying a.k.a. so much. Bugcatcher. Uh, that works. And Jeff, 
or Unvader Gur, or you, you come up with your own titles, Jeff. You, you do this better than I do. Hoin Kyoma! As I go by in the Persona games. Um, okay. I don't know, Guitar, guitar Owner 38, because being a master of it is uh, takes years that I have not put in. Fair. Yes, you found the Wicked Awesome cast, official, po- uh, official podcast of Something Wicked Studios. It's about video games or something. Who wants to go the... first this week, what they've been doing? Would you like to, Alex? Uh, sure, I will partake this week. So, what have I done this week? Oh, that's right! I did a 31-hour marathon of gaming for Extra Life this past weekend. And I tuned into it. Yep. And I said hi. <laughs> it was everything I thought it would be. So, good times. Um... It was kind of rough for, I guess, midway through it, but then, like, I got my second win and it was good. But uh, overall, it went well. I did break one of my benchmark goals. So there, I have to edit the footage, but um, I, I have footage of me eating a habanero pepper while playing uh, Borderlands 2. And nice. Are you trying that. to recreate the, uh, the hot pepper challenge? <laughs> uh, similar, yes. So I, I, if people didn't know my benchmarks, so the benchmarks I had set up was... Uh, at the 250 mark, I would eat a habanero pepper on the stream while playing one of the games. Um, at 500, I would shave my head, I think. You still have hair, so... Yeah, I didn't hit 500. Um, I think I was probably going to switch that up and be like, if I 500, I would wear a woman's romper for the rest of the stream. Uh, Thank God you did not reach that goal. <laughs> so, uh, at, and then at one point, like I said... Shaving head, and then at thousand bucks, I would shave my beard as well. So, at two thousand, me and Jeff will hold him down and nair his entire face. Oh, <laughs> we at work, me and a bunch of friends actually suggested that one of our coworkers take a bunch of Manila envelopes and then create stencils for his face and then spray himself with nair <laughs> to create beard patterns. Why? Because it was funny. <laughs> Alex is like, I'm slowly realizing Jeff isn't a good person. It's got to say, <laughs> if you ever wondered who's a worse person, me or Jeff, and you thought it was guaranteed me, you know, I never suggested someone do that. <laughs> Needless to say, said, the, the co-worker mentioned did not nair their face. Not yet. <laughs> not there yet. are ways of making one nair. Wait, there are? Please tell me off uh, screen so I can convince them in my free time. <laughs> uh, it's not so much convincing as it is um, forcing. Oh, that that, that ruins it. I need them <laughs> to do it themselves. Um, But sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Alex. Oh, no, no, it's fine. So um, I didn't make the benchmark, but I got to play a bunch of cool games. Uh, I, I played Overwatch, of course. I played... Uh... Well, so I played I... well... I actually You're... didn't play as much well as I thought I was going to play, but I did a lot of Player Unknown Battleground as well. Yeah, which was I a see, you lot playing of Battleground fun. when I tuned in. Yeah, that was a lot of fun actually. So uh, you're I'm also actually... playing with people too, right? Yes, yes, I'm playing with some guy, uh, a friend of a friend who's now kind of a co guy I'm going to be streaming with when I do Player Unknown's Battleground. So that was fun. Neat. But uh, yeah, he's a cool guy. But um, we should do something with that game already. <laughs> Yeah, we should. It's it's a lot of fun. It's a really good game. 
It is. It is. For what it is, you know, it's really good. And, I mean, at one point while we were playing, the servers actually went down, so that ended that. And then we played Heroes of the Storm. Uh, I did WoW briefly. And then towards the tail end of it, uh, I played uh, Broforce with Mandy and her sister. And then I did Wakamele to close it out. So, overall, it was good. I had a good time. She was very supportive, Mandy, of course, you know, considering I was going to be busy for 31 hours. And, uh, yeah, you know, she made me food and all that, picked up takeout for me and all that. So, that she, nice, she her. yeah, yeah, didn't have to. She did anyway, because she's a fucking gem and a sweetheart. So, uh, yeah, so, well, as soon as the stream was done, I was like, all right, well, I'm going to bed. So, and then he died. <laughs> and then I uh, went home well went home I went right to bed shortly after I think within the next like within the 20 minutes of the stream ending I was already in bed asleep so laid out and then I went to sleep maybe it was around 7.20ish let's say I woke up at 11.30 in the evening that same day and I'm like the fuck no back to sleep you and uh, then I went <laughs> not how back it to works. sleep <laughs> yeah and then I went back to sleep and woke up at around 5.36 in the morning thinking I had to go to work. And then I was like, oh, that's right, Memorial Day. Thanks, so, God. Yep. So I ended up taking the time, rest of the time off, but uh, overall it went really well. Um, I had a lot of fun kind of just doing the stream stuff. And what I, I think I'm officially announcing my retirement of doing anything that's plus 30 hours in a day. I'm I'm too old for that. Yeah. I'll do I'll do a 24-hour stream. I can do 24 hours, no problem. 31, 30, 32, no. I, I'm. Just, you've just nope. actively confirmed that you're gonna start lying about your age next time you have your 24-year stream, and so, yeah. for your next 24th birthday, you'll have a 24-hour stream. Who left yeah. this fucking squeaker in the podcast? Fucking 24-year-olds. Uh, oh right, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so um, I, I think I'm officially retiring from that. I also did notice a severe lack of the realist Kevin Smith 6969XX showing up. I did ask you about that. Yeah, it seems like the realist Kevin Smith 6969XX did not in fact show up. Uh. Why? Because he's a pudgy bitch, that's why. Oh, we're back at it again. <laughs> we need to find out it like the real Kevin Smith's like some, you know... Skinny as a twig, top, like 10 out of 10 bombshell, uh, like runway model or something like that after being called a pudgy bitch. <laughs> Dude's just sitting there pumping iron, being like, I'm going to kill fucking Alex. Pretty much. Oh, I was thinking tall, skinny, blonde. <laughs> yeah. Fucking... Or, or guy fresh out of prison, whichever you want. I pretty much pissed off Either Gal Gadot, or. whatever her name is. Because she's like six, like six foot something, right? Gal Gadot, the new Wonder Woman. That's basically ah. who I pissed off. So uh, she's the realest her. Kevin Smith, apparently. Yes, yeah. but Wait, uh, yeah. Is that the next celebrity you're calling out? The no, 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 no. Nope, nope, nope. this one. I'm assuming she could actually be your. Ass. She, if you haven't seen her, she's actually really gorgeous. But she's a new oh, Wonder yeah, Woman. Definitely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But anyway, yeah. Back to the realest Kevin Smith, sixty-nine, sixty-nine XX. He never showed up. So as far as I'm concerned, he's full of air. And uh, we'll call that smished. All baloney. So, ending it with that. But other than that, good good week. That was it. And guess what, Jeff? I still haven't touched Kingdom Hearts even during those thirty-one hours. <laughs> oh, God. It's like Kingdom Hearts is a bad game or something, and you're actively avoiding it. 
Ah, great game. It's a great game. I just <laughs> I, I I was playing a lot of more online stuff, and I didn't want to switch to the console because I totally forgot to set it up too. So, huh. but yeah, so there's that. Anyway, uh, for anybody who tuned in from you know the Wicked Awesome Cast who listened to that or from Something Wicked Studios, any of those that you know me from, thanks for tuning in. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, you know, thank you. Uh, part of the reason I do this stuff is because I like you know kind of reaching out and doing stuff and. It's a special cause, you know, it's near and dear to my heart. So, uh, again, thank you all for tuning in because you guys kind of made the experience pretty fun. Especially, you know, shout out to Jeff for tuning in as well. I appreciate mm, thank that. Thank you. Yeah. And so, um, I feel bad. I was special... on a plane for a big chunk of it. And I'm like, man, Alex is doing yeah. that thing. Yeah, no, I, I figured it's all good. And then a special shout out to the realist Kevin Smith 6969XX for, for not showing up. Down. For backing the fuck down <laughs> and knowing your did, place. Yeah. Yep, like a for coward. backing down, knowing your place, and proving that you are in fact a coward, you pudgy bitch. And that's that. Yep. <laughs> Alright, we may lose Jeff. There's some stuff happening in his neighborhood. If that happens, we'll figure it out through mm -hmm. the magic of editing. But yeah, I, I guess I'll go next. Sounds good. Yeah, um, I played all of Vanquish. I tuned into that, there, too. There may have been a, a stream roll. of Vanquish that happens. You can go catch the archive on the channel. Um, you know what game's pretty fucking awesome still? Vanquish. Vanquish. <laughs> the game's still, like, I, I'd forgotten how, like, inconsequential that story is to how fucking awesome that game is. By the end, I'm like, oh, yeah, this story is super dumb. Even by Platinum's, like, incredibly dumb, terrible story standards. But, mm -hmm. you know, you can do, like, cool vaulting over cover midair like John Wick moves. So, fuck it. Who cares? It's the mech shooter we always wanted. Yeah, and now I, and I forgot about how the ending's a cliffhanger. Where I'm now like, you know what would be awesome? Vanquish 2. I mean, honestly, with it getting re-released on Steam, some of the games, like, the fact we're even talking about a uh, Psychonauts 2 is because when they released it on Steam, it sold so well. Yeah. They reassessed when, hey, we got a thing here. If Vanquish sells really well on Steam, that could reopen that dialogue. That, yeah, I, I also think that kind of it's the, as much as I love Vanquish, I, as much as I would love to see that game's tech implemented in another game, we're never getting Vanquish 2. Like, that game is, like, eight types of dumb. <laughs> the best dumb, but... <laughs> of the many Platinum games that deserve real sequels, as much as I want more Vanquish, that game does not even come close to making that list. Like, if you said, like, hey, do you want more Nier, or do you want more Auto, or do you want more on Bayonetta, or do you want more Vanquish, I'd be like, uh, it, it's it's the other stuff first. Could mm -hmm. It's like Bayo 2 or you get Vanquish 2. I, I will take Bayo 2 not on a Wii U before I get a new Vanquish. Thank you. But yeah, I I think we should maybe go play Bayonetta now that I've played Vanquish again. I'm like, man, this game <laughs> is dumb. Hmm. We had a weird set of technical issues though. Were you present for any of them, Jeff? Where like you'd go into it in the helmet mode and the game would just fucking lose its frame rate? I was honestly playing Persona 4 with you I on understand. a cell phone, so I wasn't paying that close. I attention. understand. <laughs> 
I understand. Yeah, aside from that, I played some more Horizon Zero Dawn. That's a game I'm still enjoying. I I picked up two new idle clickers. I'm finally getting around to playing we, uh, Wiz Khalifa's Weed Farm. <laughs> I don't oh, like classic. it, but, you know, the gauges are going up, and yeah. You might be an addict if. I, I'm also playing Dungeon Inc., which also, you know, those gauges keep going up. They're pretty good. Uh, but probably the biggest thing I did was I tried fixing my um, Xbox One, which was unsuccessful, but the Xbox One lives again via other methods. I found out that the weird whirring sound it was making was not coming from it, but from the power supply. So I feel like a dumbass because I got that thing all types of disassembled before. I'm like, why the... Like, nothing's wrong. The fuck? Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting. Oh, it's that thing. Yeah. <laughs> Like, literally, I got the entire thing. I got the parts all spread out across my living room. I'm like, nothing's wrong. There's no dust in anything. Nothing appears to be misaligned. The fan blade's spinning fine. Guess I'll put it back together. Powered it on. Meh. What the fuck? And I like put my head next to it. The sound's not coming from it. What the fuck's it coming from? Power supply. And then I Google it further, and it turns out the Xbox One had some problems in that category. So... Yeah. Hmm. And I'm not dumb. I, some of the solutions are like plug it directly into the wall versus into a power strip, which I have not tried yet, but I will see if that fixes it. Can you just replace the power supply? Yeah, and that's like, this is where it gets strange. Apparently, there was enough power supply issues that, like, sending them into Microsoft and getting just a straight new one for free is an automated process now. <laughs> which doesn't nice. bode super great like it's a i checked out it's a it is a support item where it's like hey i think my power supply is busted mm -hmm. mm. which is kind of strange my brain keeps mixing up the 360 and the xbox one and i'm just like isn't that thing the godzilla of power supplies and I, i'm thinking of the wrong console yep yeah no but in addition to that i saw pirates the new pirates of the caribbean movie while i was on the road still Ah, uh, that movie. They should not make more of those. <laughs> As someone who's a big fan of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies and enjoyed that movie, they probably shouldn't make any more of them because they cannot capture that the best part of that movie a second time, which is that Jack Sparrow slash Johnny Depp is fucking washed the fuck up. That is a fantastic subplot to that movie I don't think was intentional. Hmm. Holy shit, I can hear the lightning now from Jeff. I can hear that one, yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> Hopefully that got picked up in the recording. Uh, I'm assuming <laughs> it did. <laughs> <laughs> we shall see. Yeah, this podcast might be the lost one. Yeah, if, if you die, me and Alex will deal with it. Continue on. Yeah, we'll figure yep. something out. But aside from that... Uh, a new Alestorm CD came out, so I've been enjoying that. I, I got the version that comes with the Four Dogs version, which is they went through the seat, they went through the um, all the tracks and replaced the vocals with what sounds like chiptune dog barking in place of the lyrics, <laughs> which is mm -hmm. kind of strange. And explaining the uh, Death Clock album for Fish to my coworkers <laughs> was problematic today. For fish. 
album is clearly intended for fish. The band assumes no liability. Good, yes. Good day, sir. Yes, this is this is um, ale storms. No grave but the sea for dogs. Not intended for people. Hmm. Yeah. Now, aside from that kind of slow week, I'm waiting for Tekken Seven to be pl- uh, released. Oh, I, I pre-ordered a Switch game. I something finally dropped. I was intrigued enough by. I pre-ordered Arms, because the test punch for that wasn't terrible. Hmm. It was intriguing. We'll see what that game's like. Oh, the uh, Rocket Army. Kind yeah, of? the the boxing thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is yeah. literally what you want out of like a a game with the type of gimmicks the Switch has. Like, all right, let me use my hands to beat the shit out of someone. Yeah, <laughs> there yeah. are gonna be fist fights over this game, like uh, real fist fights, accidental or intentional. I'm not sure yet which yet, but well, then it's only a matter of time before someone puts a Switch controller through a TV. Yeah. I... Hmm. <sighs> I don't know. I guess enough of the hand motions for it are the wrong direction. So, like, with the Wii, it was you had that bowling thing where you had centrifugal force working against you and, like, release at the bottom. I don't know. Like, I... Nah, I don't know. I I feel like we're also... Like, there's a reason to put the wrist guards on. It makes the buttons better in that orientation. So, we're kind of actually being forcibly saved from ourselves. But we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a weird Amazon order. I'm like, okay, I'm getting Arms and Splatoon and Crash Bandicoot and Tekken Seven. What the fuck year is this? <laughs> but yeah, I'm probably announcing it now. It may it may have already happened by the time this goes up. Actually, uh, there will probably be a Tekken Seven stream because I really hope this uh, press X to throw that kid in the volcano moment in that cuts in that uh, story mode. Because that's what we deserve from Tekken 7. <laughs> you don't have to punch him into the volcano and get a... Uh... Do you not know your Tekken lore? Not that particular one. But how Hayachi Mishima throws his son into a goddamn volcano for fear of him yep. becoming stronger than him? And then he proceeds to live on and becomes the kid with the red gloves on the front of it, right? Uh, that's Jin. Or de- uh, so mm-hmm. his son is um, Kazuma, or Kazuya? Sorry, it's Kazuya. And he's the guy that has the fighting style. He's the guy with the red gloves in Tekken 1 and 2. And then he <laughs> gets thrown into a motherfucking volcano for a second time and replaced by his son Jin. And then in Tekken 5... He comes back with the glowing demon eye, and Jin, to st- stave off his demon ge- uh, his devil genes, goes and learns karate. So the traditional kind of Mish- uh, Kazuya Mishima style now falls to Kazuya again, and Jin's off doing something else. You have two characters with the red gloves, and you still have Heihachi, who's this old man with a penchant for throwing people into volcanoes, still being like, <laughs> I'm a top-tier player, bitch! So... I or I was thinking of Kazuya when I said it because I just googled Kazuya to make sure I'm talking about yeah. the right person, and the answer was yes. And as you were describing him, just going down the Google images, the story you were unraveling slowly became more and more clear. As yeah. Like, okay, this guy, this guy. Oh, this guy with a red eye. Um, 
That said, I will always know Heihachi because of his role in the Soul Calibur games. <laughs> yeah, so here's the thing. Like, Heihachi, for being that fr- like one of that franchise's mascots, is still to this day like a top-tier character. Like, it's like, no, he's he's good. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> you don't become the king of throwing kids into volcanoes for nothing. Mm-hmm. You don't do that by accident, either. Yeah, but, like, so Akuma's in this game from Street Fighter, and he has fireballs, and apparently it yep. super works, and people's reactions are, man, Street Fighter cross Tekken, that sucked, but, you know, Tekken cross Street Fighter, that could be a pretty fucking cool game if that could happen. <laughs> apparently Akuma fits in super good. Yeah, he fits in really well in the Tekken game. Uh, there's supposed to be a, like... I mean, you remember Street Fighter Cross Tekken, right? Yes, there was supposed to be the opposite, which is Tech was which was Tekken Cross Street Fighter, and that died when Street Fighter Cross Tekken was a flaming pile of shit. So, yep. Yeah, I, I, I was infinitely more interested. Like, I like the Tekken Battle Engine. I'd be down with that. I'm not sure I care about the Street Fighter one, but apparently, like, no, Akuma works super good, and he's canonical now. Like, his job is to kill Mashia, is to kill Hihachi. Hmm. He knew um uh he knew uh Heihachi's wife and was like if I ever get killed go kill my fucking husband because he's the one that killed me probably. Oh yeah, or maybe it's Kazuya's wife. I don't know which. Because Akuma probably's also got that devil gene that Tekken's all about. I'm so ready for more Tekken. I love their story. Their stories have always been pretty on point. Well, the fact that there's a story mode that has to contain at least one throwing of Kazuya into a volcano, probably two because it happened twice, makes me so happy. Because I want it to be like, <laughs> press X and square to throw Kazuya into a volcano, press X and circle to do it again 20 <laughs> years later. That makes me want to do it, like, in God of War, where it's, like, the interactive cutscene to, like, you have to push the thumbsticks apart to, like, rip their arms off and then, like, click in the two thumbsticks to kick the, to double foot kick them into the volcano. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm ready for some more Tekken, and the reviews out there have been like, it's good Tekken. I'm like, fucking yeah, it's a numbered Tekken. All the good numbered Tekkens are good. Brian Fury's back, so, yeah. It's not clear if he's a zombie yet, which is the best. <laughs> best laughing video games. I don't know, Sweet Tooth? I Brian Fury's laugh is better. Oh. I also like Brian Fury more than I like Sweet Tooth, so, eh. Hmm. But, yeah, that's that's my week, and I guess foreshadowing yeah. to what I'll be talking about next podcast, potentially, but... Yeah. Yeah. I guess I or I don't know very much about the Tekken universe, uh, as may be evident. Yeah. But I always knew that you were a huge um, Twisted Metal fan. I, I, I love me some Twisted Metal. I, me and Tekken go way back to, like, Tekken 2, because while my... Cade cabinets, probably. Uh, yeah, I yes, among other things. Uh, uh, my parents were super like were a very anti first person shooter, and as a result, like anti twisted metal for very good reasons. 
But because most fighting games are rated teen, they're like, yeah, fuck it, whatever, you can play fighting games. So me and Tekken go way back, because for a long time, fighting games are what I played, because I could just get lots of time out of them mm. for my money. It's like, no, that's, I got like 10 characters to play through the arcade mode with that's probably like a day each, because I'm not good at this shit. Crank that difficulty, play some Tekken. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I know. I love Tekken. All right. Good thing to love. Yes. I, I'm looking forward to some of the weird shit they put in this game, like that weird cyber... I, I also love the fact this is a franchise that like has a luchador in a leopard ma or a jaguar mask. And I'm like, he's normal at this point. Why? There are so many weirder things in this franchise. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Definitely. King? Yeah, King's just a dude at this point. Yeah. You can't just, have oh, Tekken without King. King. Uh, yeah, exactly. Fuck yeah. Yeah. He's just normal. What weird-ass shit is Yoshimitsu wearing in this one? Exactly how much of an animal is he dressed as, or how close is he just to being like a predator by accident? Because <laughs> that's... Future Yoshimitsu? I, that could be interesting. You don't know what Yoshimitsu from Tekken looks like, do you? No. You should Google Yoshimitsu Tekken 6. Like, you owe it to yourself to do that right now. Because those games get fucking weird with Yoshimitsu. Yeah, he's one of those, like, let's have some creative freedom and make him some really fucking weird thing. Let's make him wear a squid on his head, but make that squid also like the byproduct of a squid and a Gundam banging. Yeah. Hmm. And on top of that, we'll put a bear... And fights people. Hey, don't talk shit about Akuma. <laughs> He's just Kuma. He's not Akuma. Oh, there, Akuma. Sorry, you're right, Kuma. Yeah. Kuma was my main for a chunk of time. Or what about the fucking guy made of wood who just mimics everyone else? Uh, that's the hey, yeah, yeah. That it has a dumb. name. It has a name. Pseudo or something. I don't know. Pseudo Wudo? No, Training Dummy, I think. Pseudo Wudo's a Pokemon, I think. I yeah, know. that's a Pokemon. Uh, Moku Junken. Moku, oh, wow, I was way off. <laughs> He's no calm bot, but yeah. Yeah. And then aren't they bringing back Eddie Gordo, a.k.a. everyone's favorite MASH character? Uh, Eddie Gordo has always been... No, he was oh, replaced no, mean, for a uh, while by Christine. Sorry, I thought you were talking about someone else. I thought that, yeah, Capoeira dude. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I always like Christy more than uh, Eddie because hot chick doing Capoeira. Trump's dude doing Capoeira, I guess. I don't know. Mm -hmm. There were some confusing games where both of them were in there and they played slightly different, so that was weird. Huh. But yeah, either it's Christy or it's um, Eddie. I don't know which one. It could be both. They're just skins of each other. They've done that in the past. Oh, okay. No Brian Fury, though. Still, Brian Fury is still the best Tekken character. At least my favorite. He reminds me of the Major from uh, Helsing. Ah, uh, you're not wrong. <laughs> in so many ways, you're not wrong. All right, then. Yeah, I... Uh, like, the best part is, like, he will go into, like, maniacal laughter during his grapples and shit, which is awesome. 
Like, that dude is big into being in a fight. He is just happy to be there. Hmm. Yeah. The world loves war. I'm sure the Major said something like that. Probably, or something along those lines. But, yeah, that's... I'm going to try and close my week again. Uh, Alex, you already went, so Jeff... So my week was a lot simpler. Um, so basically this week, it was Memorial Day. So I wound up going home and helping my parents move a bunch of shit because idle hands are could or hands that are not working could be working uh, in my mom's eyes. So she made me clean out a bunch of stuff because my mom's looking to sell the house. Um, then I went to a barbecue at my family's house, uh, which was nice. And then... I went to a barbecue at uh, my friend, my XGF from uh, the Aaron for Katie's Tits videos house, and we hung out, drank beer, and uh, played Skyward Sword. So I'm now more than half of the way through that game. Still definitely the best Zelda villain. That dude is fucking creepy. Um, and, like, has goals and ambition and has the means by which to accomplish it. Um... And then other than that, I'm, or my friend gave me a, there was a name for it and I can never remember it. It's like Sourback or something like that, where it was a shot of whiskey followed by a shot of pickle juice. Oh yeah. I know about that. I'm not sure what Yeah. Called. Um, and I was expecting it to be rancid and it works. I, yeah, I wouldn't call it good, but it's not bad either. Um, the pickle juice was the bigger surprise because I was expecting it to be just like taste like straight fucking vinegar, and it doesn't. It's much more like cucumbery and pickly, as dumb as that sentence sounds. Yeah. Um. So did that, and then I've basically been playing a shit ton of Persona Four, and I took the time to. Uh, it's not really spoiler to say that there's bonus bosses in the game. And I've kind of been going through and kicking their asses. Um, or I just finished doing that. Um, and I was actually, or I was talking about this a little bit with Charlie before the podcast, but I don't think it's going to make the preamble by any stretch of imagination. That um, it was a bit surprising to find that the bonus bosses in Persona, I was expecting them to be like the ones in Final Fantasy. And they're not at all like as difficult as the ones in Final Fantasy. Yeah, they're actually easier than the boss you fought for that uh palace normally or dungeon yeah or whatever. they're grind they're grindy and they yeah. have huge health bars but they're not like they're not threatening at all um so now i'm even more comedically over leveled than i was previously um but i did that um i'm now getting past a bunch of more turning points in the game and i'm kind of in the like here's your reward for being good enjoy it and moving into the apparently Jeff knows nothing segments of the game. Yep. Because um, there's more of those to come. Um, then other than that, basically it's just been working out, playing Persona 4, go to work, rinse, repeat. Yeah, I had a really, really short, very boring uh, Memorial Day weekend. Um, other than a lot of it was spent playing Skyward Sword and fighting with its controls. <laughs> And hilariously, the beetle in that game, which is like a wrist-mounted like beetle that you send off to go like pick shit up for you, handles so much better than the fucking bird does. <laughs> yeah, um, the that bird... there's, there's some interesting stories about that beetle. Like it straight up failed at the um, 
E3 demo of that game, and uh, <laughs> fucking what's his name? Uh, the Nintendo dude. Shigeru Miyamoto? Yeah, Miyamoto like fucking like lost it backstage because it was like, hey, it's not working super great all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. That didn't look great. Yeah. Um, But the game is still a ton of fun. Like, it, it it's scratching the Zelda itch for me because adventure games on the caliber of, like, Ocarina of Time don't come along that often. Not that this yeah. game is that good, but it's, you know... I can't get uncut heroin. I'm I'm settling for this like <laughs> knockoff, like non-name brand heroin. Um, so that pretty much concludes my week. I guess that means it's time for news. Woo! This is like the first week in forever. <laughs> I actually contributed to our news. <laughs> I saw, yeah. People were adding stuff. Um, we have lots of quick stuff to burn through this week. We we are in the weaker. We are in the two weeks prior to E3, which means this is our last podcast that will go up before E3 happens. So we'll be talking about that later. But yeah, and also, not many companies are going to announce things before. Exactly. E3. Um, so I. I <laughs> But I guess the first thing we got is if you're in a lucky area that has a movie theater that will be hosting the Sony E3 2017 kind of press conference briefing, tickets are going to be free for that, and it's a thing you can go do. Huh. Yeah. What is this, the press briefing? Oh, wow. Oh. A bunch of movie theaters are going to be hosting streams of it. That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. I, I really like this ramp-up of Coca-Cola-sponsored movie theater purchases. Where, like, they did it for um, North American LCS last year, but they only bought, like, six theaters across the United States, and the nearest one was in, like, New York. If they keep doing this, I can't wait until, like, a lot of just these big, huge, important-to-gamer events just become something that I can, you know, go to a uh, movie theater, especially, like, a deluxe one where they'll bring me dinner and a beer and like hang out and partake in these things. I am absolutely all for this continuing like yeah, it's... partnership between Regal and Cinema or whoever it is specifically in Coca-Cola. I I don't know if this is a Coke event or not. I think this is just a someone said, "Hey, wouldn't it be cool if we did this and they're doing it?" It's it's a really cool idea that I wish uh, more people would do. Mhm. Yeah. But speaking of Sony and therefore the PlayStation, I think we talked about this a couple months ago, but I could be wrong. But um, PlayStation 3 has officially shut down production in Japan. Huh. Yep. The last shipment has happened. That makes sense. It's about time. I'm surprised they still fucking made it. Uh, It's not. Totally They've insane. gone through 1.5 generation of consoles and still made the PS3? Wow. Well, I mean, one thing to assume is that we're not talking old, full-size PS3s. We're talking probably some kind of slim travel version exactly. of it, comparatively. Yeah. It's not the, like... The actual, like, full, big, massive thing probably hasn't been made in years. Yeah. Don't know. I, end up officially an end of an era, you could say. Yeah. But, Thanks for the memories, PlayStation 3. Yeah. Uh, I have some good memories with you. Yeah. But speaking of an end of an era, um, Ubisoft has unveiled their new logo just in time for E3. 
Oh, did it begin with a V? No, it does not spell Vivendi and... secretly, even though maybe it should. <laughs> it is... I, I, like, I don't like this one as much as the previous one. It's uh, a, is it the poop emoji? Real quick. No, it's not. It's it's a, it's essentially kind of a minimalist white version of the previous one. I don't like. I, I don't. Know, I liked the kind of blue swirl they had going on. I missed the, the original like one? terrible hip hop one the most. But oh, the Ubisoft Entertainment one that looks like it's a uh, record label. Yeah, that's the one they should Dude. go back to. <laughs> If they do that, I want to see games that actually say Squaresoft on them again. Yeah. I mean, the new logo's not the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah. I do agree. I like the blue one better. Yeah, I, I, the purple one's just better, I think, in my book. I don't get why. They, it, this isn't different enough. It feels like a change. It's like, hey, um, we're saving printer ink oh, now. Oh, shit. They actually, they've got four logos. There's one even further back that's even, like crazier yep yeah i saw that yeah is that what the one is that the one you meant by the crazy like hip-hop one the ubi the this the, the giant ubi yeah yeah and then the word soft written off to the yep. le- uh to the right okay yeah i could get behind that the i ni- like the old one with like the rainbow over it too oh no i'm talking the 1996 like a... ubi small soft that's the one they that should bring is... back that's pretty awesome yeah, yeah it is I need like designer like pre. I can pre-order my games and choose the company logo that they put on it. I would kind of. That'll be down never for that. happen, but. <laughs> I would make Nintendo stick with the Nintendo sixty-four logo. <laughs> yeah. Also, speaking of blast from the past, I suppose um, the Final Fantasy VII remake seems to be in a bit of trouble. Hmm. Just in time for uh, E3, right? Yeah. Um, so previously it was being developed kind of out of house by one of Square Enix's many holding companies, and it's now being moved directly in-house mm. for okay, quality can, control and that. stuff. I can, I can approve of that that move. Yes, but the one issue with that is... They've also been hiring more people up for it. It it seems to imply that, uh, you know, maybe this game's not very far along at all. Yeah. I've waited ten fucking years. I'll keep waiting. Sure. <laughs> That's fair. Moving on from that, a leaked list of Capcom versus Marvel Infinite characters has licked, as not licked, leaked, or come to surface. Um... From the Capcom side, we got Arthur, Chris, Chun-Li, Dante, Firebrand, Jetta, Monster Hunter. You know that iconic character, Monster Hunter. Uh, Morgan, Nemesis, Ryu, Spencer, Strider, Hiru, um, Hiru, and X. I'm assuming X is Mega Man in this case. Yes, Mega Man X. Yep. And, and what from, is this? Uh, the Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite fighting game roster. Oh, okay. Yep, that list looks like dick. And then for Marvel, we got Ant-Man, Captain America, Captain Marvel, Doctor Strange, Gamora, Hawkeye, Hulk, Iron Man, Nova, Rocket slash Groot. Unclear what the hell that means. Spider-Man, Thanos, Thor, and Ultron. So what uh, that part means in particular is um, 
So what they're doing with with the thing is, you know how Rocket Raccoon was in the previous Ultimate Marvel three and Marvel three, of course. Yep. Um, they added Groot kind of as a as a weird assist for Rocket. It looks like if you watch the gameplay reveal trailer two, you actually get to see a little bit of an action, and the only time you actually see Groot is when he does like an ultimate ability or whatever, or ultimate or special, you know, ultimate attack thing, whatever. Um, but yeah, that's the only time you really see Groot. So it doesn't feel like he's his own character. He kind of just feels like he's added to uh, kind of increase what Rocket can do, so to speak. So he's kind of an assist, pretty much. Yeah, like I said, it's not clear which way the assist goes just yet, but it could be modes. Like, you could have Groot first and Rocket as the assist, or Rocket first and Groot as the assist. That'd be kind um, of a cool gimmick. All the gameplay I saw was had Rocket as the main character, and then Groot was the assist. Yeah, I, I, I do not know. that. I thought it was Rocket, and I think it... It seems where they're listing it as Rocket slash Groot, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's weird. This list is not exciting as the hyped-up list I heard about a while ago that mentioned, like, Luke Cage and Jessica Jones and Daredevil. Like, the other list that we, we had heard revealed was actually pretty fucking legit because they pulled characters from as far back as, like, the uh, the Darkstalker series, like, bringing Victor back or the werewolf guy and all that. Like, this list just uh, seems lackluster for Marvel 3. Well, it, uh, so to go back... Or for it, Marvel. The idea for Infinite is they are... Or Capcom, yeah. They're going to add characters to this over time, I assume. Kind of that they're trying to do with Street Fighter Five, But we shall see. Notable absences are no Magneto, no Doctor Doom, no Wolverine. Yeah, like three no Sentinel. fucking super iconic characters in the Marvel, like, franchise. I mean... Wolverine has been in every single Marvel Cross game since the game has been, or since the series has been in its inception. So it's it sucks that Wolverine is gone, but I understand why he's gone because you know he's uh he's he's owned by uh, Fox, and Fox is like, nah, dog. You know they're not cooperating with Marvel. They want to hang on to that. So to it's have not to Wolverine, do with it. Uh, so you don't understand what it actually is. That's not at all what it is. Really. It's Disney refuses to promote stuff that they don't own the rights to. Mm. It's why the Inhumans are suddenly a super big deal. Because they have access to that, but not mutants. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it's, it's just, I'm, I'm just bitter about the character not being there. Wolverine has such, been such an iconic character in that franchise. Yep. Not just, like, Marvel, but, like... Those fighting games, he's been in every version. Hell, he was in Marvel 2 twice. He was in Animantium Claw and then Bone Claw version. The man was there twice, for God's sake. And now he's not there at all. So, for me, this fucking game is a wash. And considering the piece of shit that Street Fighter V ended up being, like, it's, it's a fucking wash. I watch it, but, like, compared to, like, 4 and all the other Street Fighters, Street Fighter V sucks. Like, it's just, uh, I don't know. And just, like I said, this game looks pretty like, like, the roster doesn't look that great. I'm kind of disappointed, to be honest with you. The time for KI is upon us. The time for Injustice 2, which is uh, looking pretty fun yeah. so far. The time <sighs> for Tekken 7 is upon us, actually. There you go, Tekken yeah. 7. Bring back the hype with fucking Tekken Akuma. So we got some Nintendo stuff to go through quickly. Uh, I guess that we should start off with um, there's some rumors ramping around that Nintendo may be ramping up its production of the Switches even more. Again? 
Yeah, essentially. I thought they already said they were going to do that. This is in addition to that. Right. Even more. I guess they're hopeful. Yeah, yeah. and I, I maintain my stance of, are you sure this is a great idea? Because it seems like supply and demand are starting to even out some. Like, you can get a Switch somewhat reliably now. Like I've heard enough stories of people, like, maybe the first store they call this and have it, but, like, if you call a Target or a Best, but, like, yeah, we got a couple left. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I, I maintain, I think, once the gamers that actually want this are done, I think stay, uh, sales are going to kind of plateau pretty hard, but I could be wrong. Either that or they grossly underproduce the thing worse than I, I assume. So that's the other react. That's the other suspicion I have. Like the reality is, I don't get the impression there were that many produced for the initial couple runs, and then you had the fact that you had a couple of pretty bad hardware failures across the board. So it's possible some of this is replacing that, but I don't honestly know. I, mm-hmm. yeah, I. I don't think that this kind of enormous demand we keep getting told exists actually exists, but time will either prove me right or wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But moving on to from that to the most important Nintendo Switch news of the year, at least as far as I'm concerned, they're getting Monster Hunter Double Cross. A game that was... The pre- new Monster Hunter... Is that the existing one, or is this a new it one? It is a new one that's coming out for... Maybe out for the 3DS in Japan already, but it wasn't... It was one of those ones where it's like, I won't get this for the 3DS, but it comes from the Switch. I will fucking get that game in a heartbeat. It's got a bunch of cross-play abilities going on. You can transfer your profile from the Switch version to the 3DS version. It's it's that thing done correctly. Mm-hmm. But mostly it's, hey... I can play Monster Hunter on my TV, this means. And that's all I want, because I do not want to play that game in handheld. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's basically... It, it, Monster Hunter Trouble Cross is an expansion of Monster Hunter Generations, which came out for the 3DS already. It's, it makes a lot of sense this is coming. It's the first Monster Hunter game since the Switch came out. I, I was kind of shocked they didn't announce this sooner, but yeah, it's coming. And in honor of that, we're getting our first um, not normal, whatever the version of the Switch. And what that means is just the dock has some cool Monster Hunter print on it. The controller is in no way different. That actually might be a reason for some of the, like, why the Switch has been so underproduced is Nintendo does like to re-enter the market with, like new aesthetic consoles uh you saw with they did with the n64 they've done it with the wii they did with the wii u check the picture for this it's um it's literally just the dock with kind of some extra inlay on it it's nothing remarkable i'm not saying it's remarkable i'm just saying it's like nintendo to try and like use new aesthetics as part of their ramp up, almost. I guess that this is aimed pretty heavily at Monster Hunter people, but at the same time, it looks better than the dock I own. So I get where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. like you own the Zelda Wii U. Yes, yeah, so that yeah, but that's partially that is the, a much better done one. But yes, same concept, and that's on the gamepad, not just the dock. Hmm. Yeah. No, but fair point. 
Uh, moving on from that, though, to... This one's complicated, because I'm not totally sure how legit this is, but it's, it's, going, it's making the rounds enough in a variety of ways. This felt worth talking about at least a little bit, where... Um, Remember Far Cry 5 that we talked about last week? Has that whole, like, uh, Christian militia thing going on? Oh, yes. yeah! People aren't responding great to that. Mm. Mm. So, I go on about it, but I'm going to tell you about a very interesting angle that I've been reading about, and it's interesting, but go on, go on. Go so, on. the article I pulled for this, because it was kind of the most ridiculous version of people having a reaction to it, I and this is why I'm not totally sure if it's real or not. Uh, it's I, I don't like I, I typically try and avoid putting like rumors and bullshit stuff in the news because I like us actually talking about real things. But according to at least the article I managed to pull on this, there's a group called Gamers United who has a change.org thing, uh, has a change.org, whatever you call it, against Ubisoft, basically asking them to make some changes to. Far Cry 5 that um sound pretty drastic this sound, in the game. <laughs> yeah, and and they range from like making the main antagonist to some like white preacher dude Muslim to changing the game's location to Canada to a, a whole slew of things that kind of <laughs> are, are completely the reaction it's had. And I for one will admit to the fact that I was kind of like whatever Far Cry 5, but now because of people being pissed off about it, I'm like I'm going to buy this game just to support this bullshit, aren't I? Uh, there, There is a, like, piece of me that's like, how does moving this game to Canada, like, change so much? <laughs> it doesn't. It's absolute bullshit. Anyway, but it, it's... Uh, there's no way this is a real fucking petition, like... So I would have been I'm with you. I'm pretty sure it's capable of being real. Yeah, <laughs> no. except for the fact that I ran into enough people being like, this game's anti-American, how can they do this? A variety of reactions to this game that I'm like, A, it's a fucking video game. B, like, they were doing this before the election and stuff. Like, the, the games take time to build. That like, They allegedly had this idea two years ago. And does it seem super topical all of a sudden? Sure. But at the same time, I'm now hoping they have, like, doubled down super hard on it. Yeah, I mean, like, the idea, like, oh, you were planning this. They didn't make the game last week. Yeah. Like, this has been like, in production for even, years. even, like, six months ago. Like, this game is almost done. Yeah. yeah. It comes out next year. Yeah. No, I, I'm on the party that that petition is fucking fake. And it's trolly as hell. And it's going for the same fake rise that they did with the whole Ghostbusters bullshit. Yeah. I mean, so, also, what are they violating? I mean, I am a very it, proud American. If somebody wants not, to make an un-American game, they're allowed to do it. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. This kind of like crazy group has existed in the United States for a while. Yes. The Westboro Baptist Church, people are fucking crazy. There's those and guys like, that occupied that um, like game warden house lodge thing. Yeah. The, the uh, what's it called? The, the, the farmer guys who took over that piece of land over in Oregon for a while. Remember those guys? Yeah, I, like I said, I, I was going to let this one kind of slide under the radar, and then I ran into, like, people that were in no way linked to this being upset, where it's like, can't believe Far Cry's doing this. And I'm like, oh, I went from not caring about this game to rooting for it. Thanks to and all the shitheads. 
that that see that's the point. Like this whole fake controversy, I'm convinced it's a fake controversy bullshit. I, just to stir up nah, the controversy to buy it. Wait, are I you suggesting that this was Far Cry's idea and they're petitioning themselves to generate hype? I would not run it fucking past them. <laughs> it's a work, motherfuckers. Yeah, I would not run it past them at all. You know why? Because these are the same companies that think day one DLC is a great fucking idea. Yeah. So, no, yeah. and I, I'd be with you on this one, except for the fact that, like, enough genuine people were being pissy about this from, like, hey, it's a fucking video game, don't buy it, to it's, yeah. it's fair, like, we had, we've done a bunch of other stuff in games, like, the Far Cry franchise has not been great to other cultures. Yeah. Like, it, it the just rounds it, it, it tells, out. Yeah. <laughs> it tells a story, it's not real. Like, if it, why is, like, people who had, I just think there's a professional victims in this whole thing where people get mad about everything and they're upset about it. Yeah. Like, honestly, you don't like it? Don't buy the fucking game. As like, you don't, you don't have to buy it. It can be out there, it can exist, and you don't have to fucking buy it. But the like, game's contents are a direct insult to them. Here's the thing. When you go to sleep at night and you wake up, that game will come out. And guess what? Your life will still be the same. There is no difference! Man, you've been lucky to live in L.A. your entire life. You haven't seen what, like, the rest of the U.S. is like. I've, that's the you issue. You know what? Like, me and Jeff have lived places, or live places currently, that the idea of people being pissed off about this game is way too plausible. You, you know what? If you're out there, and you're genuinely upset that this game is somehow hurting you in some way, you're, you're, you're a little bitch. I, I, that's my opinion, not the opinion <laughs> of the cast. But if this game somehow affects you in your personal life where you're upset and you have to take time out of your day to sign an online petition to change the fucking location of Canada or some other bullshit, this is my opinion. Again, heinous maybe. wish this little... game upon Canada. Yeah. yeah you're well, a little To be bitch. fair, Ubisoft like, is a Canadian company. Company. <sighs> and besides, what are you going to fight in Far Cry in Canada? Are you going to fucking moose raiders? Like, there's nothing up there. That sounds like a way better game than Far Cry 5 will ever God! Like, the only fucking things you're going to run to are Moose and, like, where you fight dudes, was it the the Mounties or whatever? And you know what? I have, a, I, have, I have a really good friend of mine in Canada. I love the guy. He's a great guy. Don't get me wrong. I'm just teasing him about the whole Canada thing. But, like, seriously, like, this game in no way really affects you in your life <laughs> as a human being. And if you're upset about it, you're a little bitch. I'm calling it now. You can feel free to write your concerns over to fucking the email, which we'll say later on, because Charlie just wanted me to say it wow, right now. Wow, you are so angry you're actually following policy. Holy shit. Yeah, like, it's just, ugh, like, just, it's a story, you know? Like, like, can you imagine if I was petitioning fucking romance novels? Like, this sets impossible standards for dudes out there. We can't romanticize our women like this. I feel and the same petition. people that it's are mad about so... this camera mad about that topic. Too. Yes, and it's like if this if this if this hurts you at that much like that level, like you need to well, like where is the live entitlement real to life. not being hurt? Where is this yes. thing that says that the world's not allowed to hurt me? Yeah, like just I, I have a simpler reaction. We as a gaming scape for the most case we're fine with Resident Evil Five. We have to be <laughs> fine with this. Yeah, I don't care yeah, about the setting in Resident Evil Five. I'm like, yeah. it's a story, it works, it was cool. I liked it. I don't, I mean, oh my gosh, people who threw a fit about that too are also fucking annoy the shit out of me. But like, anyway, I'm really heated about this, as you can tell. But it's just like, at the end of the day, this does not affect you in any way. Like, 
No one's going to go out there and be like, man, Far Cry 5 is real and go do this. Like, no, stop it. Just Res Resident Evil 5 has not physically accosted anyone. The same people who I get mad know. about this kind of game. stuff. I felt accosted by it. <laughs> like, Touche. <laughs> like, the same people who were so upset about Far Cry 5 are the same type of people who get upset that Starbucks didn't put fucking more Christmassy shit on their cups last year and the last year before that. Like, you're the same type of people and I fucking hate you. And that. There's that. Anyway, yeah, I'm done I, ranting, but No, yes. I, I put this in here to get you going a little bit. I, uh, My general reaction was... I was fine with Resident Evil 5. Maybe I shouldn't have been in hindsight, but, you know, I I'm fine with this, too. I'm like, nope, th this is also fine. It's a video game. Who cares? Exactly. I personally cannot wait to make my um, human skin wallet out of a residence of Montana. <laughs> oh, my God. Agreed. Agreed. Because <laughs> oh, that's what the Far boy. Cry franchise is actually about. Yes, and also look out for our upcoming band, Human Skin Wallet from Montana, that'll be performing at Coachella next year. <laughs> that seems like too real a thing, sadly. <laughs> oh, anyway, I, I'm I'm done ranting about this. It just yeah, anyway. I. The new album, Foreskin. Oh, <laughs> uh, we've taken this joke too far now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, icky. <laughs> All right, so moving on from that, um, which one do you put the Necromancer news on the podcast? Me. All right, what the fuck do I care about Diablo 3's Necromancer? A side force got a Necromancer, finally. So they're bringing back the Necromancer. And yes, obviously, we talked about uh, that a while ago. Yes, but as lore dictates, it's not going to be Zul, the original uh, Necromancer from the Diablo 2 series, because he mentioned something about a master. So hinting that he might make an appearance down the line. Um... But they did reveal the opening cinematic uh, for the Necromancer, male and female characters, when you create a new Necromancer. Which is leading people to believe that the Necromancer beta, open beta anyway, might be coming soon. Or the release of the Necromancer might be coming out soon. Ah. Uh, for those of you who haven't followed, uh, the closed beta of the Necromancer has actually been ramping up quite a bit. They've already released all the tier sets that are going to be coming out on release. Not to mention uh, all the extra unique skins, the skills. All the trees have been filled out for the most part. It's tweaking at this point from what I've heard as far as production goes. So we could be expecting the Necromancer release relatively soon. Okay. So maybe in time for the new season. Who knows? That makes Because we are currently sense. in the middle of the season, so... I, I really enjoyed Diablo 3 on the PS4. I always meant to go back and play more of it, but I'm also... It was the, eh, I beat this. I'm not sure I need more. Well, yeah, after you beat it, it's pretty much just, like, grinding out gear and trying to do ladders and seasons and all that, but... Yeah, the season you know. stuff was always intriguing, but at the same time, I was always, eh, that's not for me. I played this game. I played that monk. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Played some of that witch doctor. Yeah. So there's some pretty cool stuff, but yeah, it's uh, it's looking interesting. They they did, like I said, release the character, the male and the female character trailers for the Necromancer. So looks pretty cool. Yeah. Necromancers, pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and if anybody out there is offended by Necromancers, you're a little bitch. <laughs> tone it back now. Tone it back. Okay, I'll really back. Sorry, I'm just uh, I'm just still <laughs> venting from that previous topic. Anyway. All right, yeah. we should have done that one last. You're, you're right. I, I, I don't know. Um, 
so uh, apparently the League of Legends Championship Series is going to Boston. I'm assuming you put this on the list, Jeff. Yes. So uh, they've announced that the North American LCS Summer Finals will be taking place in the state I originally am from, Boston, Massachusetts, which uh, I am excited for. Um, another detail going with this a piece of news that apparently went under the radar that I did not notice is that the company Delaware North, which owns the Boston Bruins and the TD Garden, actually made an investment in an esports team, Splice, which currently has a European League of Legends team, but that got them this is going to get them rights to their Call of Duty team, their Overwatch team, and other stuff. And apparently, that happened last month. So this could very much be the beginning of them trying to do like a trial run with a, okay, you are an esports owner or you are partial owner in a esports establishment. We're doing a championship at your place. They very well could be testing out for regionalism um, and starting to have local stadiums for these events and stuff and the TD Garden could become not just like part of tournament circuit, but become... I wouldn't be surprised if it turns out it is the Boston Splice at some point, and that that is the regional team that uh, I get to go root for against whoever LA purchases. Um, so there's actually some pretty significant implications with this. That said, they have not announced what venue it's going to be at, but being a you know resident of Massachusetts, I can't imagine where they would go other than the TD Garden because Gillette would be outside and the what xfinity center is fucking right out um so i guess it really would it has to be td garden um so yeah that's what i had to say about that okay yeah if you're in the boston area or the northeastern area around boston and you care about league of legends you too could see league of legends north american finals live and in person and maybe see jeff there i don't know hopefully yeah I'm actually hoping to go, even though I haven't followed League that closely in a long time. I, it's still cool. The, like it's yeah, it, yeah. No, it's 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 the live event when you're there, shouting, cheering, jeering, et cetera, et cetera. I don't like, care about League of Legends, and I would go to this. Yeah. yeah. So. All right, so that's that. So, do yeah. you guys want to move on? Oh uh, no, we got one last piece of news. Um. I'm not sure how this is really news aside for there's yet another streaming platform. Um, Microsoft's Beam has become Mixer. Uh, I'm assuming you put this on here, Alex? Yes, I did. All right, explain. So, uh, a while ago, I guess it was last year, uh, Microsoft bought a streaming service known as Beam that has been out for quite some time. Obviously, people haven't really heard of it, but this past weekend they ramped up a big release thing at it, and it's actually going to be integrated into uh, Xbox down the line, of course, not only on the Xbox One, but of course also in the uh, Scorpio and in Windows 10. As someone so who recently able... turned on their Xbox One, I can confirm <laughs> the Mixer app is on there, and I was confused what the fuck it was doing on there. Yeah, so it's being pushed out there as well. It's basically their integrated streaming service, uh, which is actually pretty cool. Um... I got a chance to play around with it, and I'm actually probably going to be streaming more often on Mixer than I am on Twitch, just because there are a few things that I really like that Mixer currently offers. Um, so, 
one of the things that uh, obviously I said it's owned by Microsoft, so there's a big push on it right now. They have a 24-hour channel going on that's actually hosted by Mixer. They just opened up a studio in New York that's all Mixer-related stuff, of course. Um, and then also they have a couple little perks that I really actually kind of like, which I'll briefly touch on. But um, so there are interactive applications you can run on your stream that your users or your viewers can actually interact with other than just chat. So, for example, there is a interactive soundboard application that you can uh, run while you're playing. So it'll play sound bites while you're playing when the users press a button, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So it's it's pretty nifty, I have to say. Um, it's, I'm amazed it, that they're beating Twitch to this because that's part of like well, the Twitch Amazon stuff, isn't it? Well, it's I guess so. But here's the thing: like there there's a couple things that Twitch that, that Mixer has that actually I'm shocked Twitch hasn't touched. But then again, when you're the big dog on top and no, there's no one really to challenge you, Change you can kind of get away with it as well. Yeah. yeah. So if you fuck uh, it up, you fuck it up for everyone. Yeah. So that's the first thing. Um, the second thing is the co-streaming. So if you have one channel and you were playing with this other user, let's say, like if I was playing this past week and I was playing uh, PlayerUnknown's Battleground, you can invite someone to co-stream with you and the channels will show both streams side by side next to each other. You split can choose the sound. Neat. Yeah. But you can do up to four player split screen on, you know, without having like do some weird merging stuff like that. Because I know people have talked about that for Twitch. was like, oh, how can I have like, if my buddy's playing next to me on his console and I'm playing online or if we're both playing online, how do we do it where we can both show our stream at the same time? Well, Mixer has beat them to the punch and they figured out how to do it. And it's actually pretty nifty. Uh, Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. And it'll have a four player split screen thing. So if you happen to be playing like Halo or something else on the Xbox one, you can four player split screen, you know, efficiently and it merges all the chats. So if user one has, you know, people in his channel, user three doesn't have anything. Um, all the users will get the same chat screen, so to speak, when they're invited to co-stream. So, pretty nifty stuff there. And then, of course, the last thing, which I really like, is their faster-than-light protocol, which is uh, a thing now where they can actually stream, and it's so much faster. Like, the delay between... Because, you know, when you stream, there's a delay. So, you stream to Twitch, for example, or YouTube Gaming, or anything like that, You've got maybe a good 15-second delay between the stream and, you know, you, so to speak. Um, the Faster Than Light protocol brings that down to about a second. So, it's crazy. It doesn't use up any extra bandwidth or anything like that. But, like, uh, uh, yes, they did, actually. Sorry, hold on. I got a cough off topic. Um, but, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. Like they have they have they have this protocol that makes it like you can re- interact with somebody instantly. So it's pretty much that one second thing. So uh, they're coming out the gate with this, you know, rebranding pretty fucking hard. I have to say, like it's looking pretty nice. Obviously, it, it doesn't have anywhere near the audience that Twitch has. So we'll see how it goes. But um, I'm seeing a lot of potential right off the bat with Mixer. So anyway, there's that. Yeah, I mean, features do make people move over. Like, a lot of people, I think, have moved over to YouTube uh, for watching streams and stuff because YouTube just absolutely crushed them out the gate with the ability to uh, rewind streams live. Yeah. I don't think they've maintained it because Twitch came out with the same thing not long after. But at first, whenever I had the option, like, watching LCS or something, it was like, 
This is a no question, like, straight to YouTube. Yeah. So that's been, that's pretty gnarly. And like I said, just the, the, the thing that I really like, like I said, was the other than the faster than light protocol, which is pretty cool. I, I got a chance to play around with it. And setting up is just like setting up a normal stream so that it doesn't make any difference. Um, but being able to interact with your audience in a second is, you know, one to two seconds is pretty nice compared to the nice, you know, 10 to 15 second delay you could have potentially on a stream uh, anywhere else. But um, the other thing, like I said, is just the, uh, what was it? The, the four-player co-op thing is really cool. Like having, being mm. able to flip between, like, go to one channel and you've got four people who are streaming together the same game on the screen at the same time. And, I mean, you don't have to worry about all the sounds coming in at once because you can choose which one you want to hear the audio from kind of thing. But, like, it's pretty nifty. So, for me, I'm, I'm going to play around with Mixer a lot more personally. I had a Beam account before, back when it was Beam, but, um, yeah, it looks like it's going to be pretty interesting to see, uh, I'd love to see how Twitch responds, especially with, like, the little nifty features that they came out with, so, we'll see how it goes. The, uh, the only drawback is you can't use the Faster Than Light protocol with Restream, which is something I like to use, where I stream to Twitch, YouTube Gaming, and then I stream to another Twitch account at the same time, so... That's the only drawback, but we'll see how it goes. Other than that, yeah. it, this this looks like it has a lot of potential. I will add this to the weirdly ever-growing list of the things we stream to whenever we do an official SWS stream. We now stream. We are now actually capable of streaming to Facebook and Periscope. Oh, nice! Yeah, but nice. the real streams happen at vape. Uh, vape. Exactly, vape. TV. No word if Vape.TV will have four-player co-op vape streams, but we'll see how it comes down the line, you know? Hey, you can't keep a good vape stream down. That's right. Yeah, I guess check us out on that in the near future, too. I'll get that set up. Mm -hmm. I, it popped up, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? I already got enough of these. I'm not sure I want to make another one, but this one sounds legit-ish. Yeah, I mean, Microsoft is more pushing it. Yeah. It sounds pretty, I mean, it looks pretty legit, considering it has Microsoft's backing as well. It's not like, I mean, it's no vape.tv, of course, but, you know, it's got a pretty good solid background as far as backing and development yeah. from what I've seen, so. Yep. Yeah. We're full of deep thoughts tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That must mean it's time for our main topic, a.k.a. We're going to talk sure. about E3. Woo! Indeed. Mm-hmm. Okay, so which company do you guys want to start on? <laughs> I guess I'll start. Uh, let me set it up first more first. Um, sure. So uh, if this is the last podcast that will go up before E3 happens. The, I'm not totally sure what the podcast schedule will be. Once E3 hits, um, me and Alex are going to try and do some stuff for it, mostly talking over some of the, uh, what you call them, uh, press conferences and stuff, and we'll probably do our kind of come to, whatever you want to call it, roundtable thing at the end of E3, just kind of recapping what we saw and what we thought was cool. Alex, mm -hmm. you will be at E3, yes? Yes, this is confirmed. I got my email today. I have a badge, and uh, I will be there. So we will send you on special missions to try and see any special requests, if possible. Yes, I will do my best to uh, meet those uh, demands. Yes. Only if they are streamed on vape.tv. Uh, will we be sending him with stickers or anything? 
Um, yeah, I'll try and get some stickers by then again. Yeah, if you if you can find Alex, his face is all over some of our thumbnails recently. He might have stickers. Mm. Go say hi. I can't least. guarantee I'll have stickers. I had a scorpion rob me last week, apparently. <laughs> so I make no promises if I'll have stickers with me next time. But yeah, if you see me over at uh at E3, you know, feel free to say hi. Let me know who you are. You know, yeah. happy to talk to people and meet people and whatnot. I'm a very big social butterfly, so please the say hi. The new stickers are definitely not scorpions yeah. holding guns. Yeah. I would appreciate that. And also, unlike Jeff and Charlie, Alex is a nice person, so you may have a pleasant experience <laughs> meeting him. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, if you have anything special you want to see, let us know. We'll try and get Alex over there to see it, or I'll try and do the appropriate amount of stupid research into it or whatever I can from not being there because i'm afraid of the show this year but Mm. as we typically seem to do for stuff i thought it'd be nice for us all to gather around and um well make some guesses or what do we want out of e3 2017 what are we hoping's there what would we like to see what do we not want to see I know what I want to see, but let's, I know that I'm a crack egg for wanting or for expecting it to be there. Let's start or, with what we want to see first. Why not? Kingdom Hearts three, anything that is more than just the initial trailer. I know I'm a Ooh. drug addict. No, I'm kind of with you on this one. I want the, it's put up or shut up time for that franchise with me. I'm like I, either fucking come out already or stop teasing. I don't care which. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of uh, hearing how it's on the horizon. Yeah, I look forward to hearing them announce uh, Kingdom Hearts Remix 2.9 Ultra Edition. Yeah, leading no up to fucking three. So I, we'll I see think how that's that goes. Exactly accurate, actually. And it's gonna be a board game. It's not gonna be a card game this time. It'll be a fucking <laughs> board game that you'll oh, play. Yeah. So an actual board game though, with like yeah. dice. <laughs> yeah, they'll call it the offline edition. They're gonna release uh, two more handheld games. Yeah, in between. But for the, the, the um, PSP, not the Vita, the old PSP. Oh, I can work with that. I've still got my 1,000. Only Still the um, It'll... Uh, only the South American version, though. Oh, region yeah. locked. The, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and the board game will come with day one physical DLC and special edition dice to move your character. So And a oh. toddler that randomly eats pieces. Wait, is this like that episode of Yu-Gi-Oh? Do I have to wear a dog suit while people play with dice? Yep. And talking a fake Brooklyn accent. Mm-hmm. So um, we're losing the point of this exercise, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So I yeah. guess. Or should I go again? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Go ahead, Jeff. Let's get another one. I want to know more about Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, I'm with Any you on that and one too. Everything they have to tell me. I just want it to be there to be confirmed. It's still a thing because they've been uncomfortably Shadowy. silent. Yeah, I mean, that said, if they're going to make waves, here's the place where they're going to do it. Yeah. Um, honestly, I'd say the takeaway is, if we don't hear anything at this E3, don't expect to hear anything about Cyberpunk 2077 for, like, two years. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess I'll go. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing more of what the hell Hideo Kojima's next game is. We've had oh, two yeah. events of him being like, look how weird I'm being, and I'm like, that's super weird. But what is this? Like, I, I don't want to know, like, I, I don't need to know the details of that thing. I just kind of want to know what it plays like. Is it a first-person shooter? shooter? Yeah. yeah, is it a shooter? Is it an adventure game? Like, is it a pogo is it a stick simulator? I, I don't, I just want to <laughs> have some framework I can think of what that game kind of is in. 
also be still my beating heart with that suggestion of a uh, it being a pogo stick simulator. I don't know why, but that just seems like something Hideo Kojima would, like, pull off. Like, yeah, at first yeah. we threw around the idea in the room, and it seemed kind of dopey at first, but then, because I'm magic, I made it work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if if wishes were crazy people things, um, I want something, I want a new Burnout game. I have no reason okay. to suspect this is coming, except for the guys that made the Burnout games keep putting out, like, kind of cool tech demo games at the price of $20 and they're not quite what I want, but they're like, Hey, look at all this tech we've built. And I'm like, you should make another burnout game. Just do it already. Burnout. I think I saw something about someone was anticipating. There's going to be a potential for some new, uh, racing game. Sure. Not the Forza series. What people are talking uh, about Need that. for Speed has a new game being announced. Um, uh, it took okay. a year or so off because it, it was like, no, this every year thing is unsustainable. For everyone. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I kind of... I, I want to know more about Far Cry 5 now. Like we talked about it earlier. I, I now want... I, I now want to know. I went from like, I don't give a fuck to... Okay, yeah, I'm in. For don't all the wrong for it, reasons. Don't fall there, for it, Charlie. There is only enough time for them to double down. There is yeah. not enough time for them to back out. Yeah, I, I, I need to see some double down happening during the press conference. You very well might get it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I want them to come out, like, strong. and I, I want them to be like, you, you, you're petitioning us to change the game? No, we're going the opposite direction. I want them to, like, snap the head off a bald eagle on stage. That's how hard a double down I want. That's just me. Oh, oh God. I wouldn't mind a new Killzone game. I, it's been a while since the last Killzone game came out. I like the Killzone franchise. Mostly for its very cool industrial design. Uh -huh. I, I'd like to see some more of Sea of Thieves. Okay, I I'd like to see. I'd like In to a see way, kind of hoping Sea of Thieves is not like. It's almost like I don't want to get um No Man's Sky, where it's like you've shown me one yeah. or two mechanics everyone likes. Where's the rest of the game? Yeah, and as someone who's played Sea of Thieves, it's kind of a. Uh, you could have something here. I don't. I'm not willing to kind of. Be yeah, all I think for a it lot just of yet. it hinges on the world that's built around it, and they've kind of teased a little bit that there's something going on, I think. Well, and I, I think mm. the thing they're, they need to have is that game works whether I agree or not as a multiplayer game. Like, that that game works super well as, like, a multiplayer kind of dumb party game. Alex, steer left. Alex, steer left. Oh, we're on the rocks. Yeah, like, it is a <laughs> game that when it comes out, we at something with the studios will do something with, guaranteed, because... At least one of us here cares way too much about pirates, and it's kind of <laughs> up our alley of, like, let's go raid some <laughs> fools, bitches. I, it's, mm -hmm. What that game needs for me to continue caring about it is to have a single player. Mm -hmm. Like, it's great that you have this, like, fun kind of party pirate game to play, but I don't always have two other people, three other people, one other person to play with. What do I do when I'm by myself? And at least the stuff I saw last year at E3 had fucking nothing that hinted that that would work. 
So, mm. yeah. I just want more of that. I, I've gone from, like, that game looks dumb to, okay, I'm intrigued by this, to, yeah, I, I, I want to see a release date. I want to see some single player. I want to see some reasons to own it. I I, I want to be sold on it, I guess. Like, I, I've come around. Mm -hmm. from, I'm like, eh, I'm getting over the graphics. I don't like the graphics still, but I'm intrigued. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, should I mention another game? Sure. Sure. So this one, my roommate would kill me if I didn't mention. I'm not as hard in the paint on this game as others are, but it's going to be good, which is uh, Middle Earth Shadow of War. Yeah, that game looks cool. That. Um, there are. They showed a lot of the game, but uh, does it even have a release date yet? I don't know. Um. So anything new on that would be pretty neat. Yeah. Um, I guess on that topic, um, I want more of that new God of War. Oh, oh God, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know what the fuck's going on with that game. Mm-hmm. I would love, and this is going kind of like off the like, I don't, nothing I've read so far is anything teasing, anything like this, but um, does Square Enix have a panel at this one? They don't have a press conference anymore. They have a booth. Okay. Well, I guess that kind of dashed my hopes on this one, which was I was hoping that Square Enix would announce some kind of a DLC for some of their recent properties, namely like Near Automata or something, and kind of expand on its universe. Yeah. I'm speaking a little ignorantly because I haven't beaten the game. I have no idea how much it ties up its storyline, but I do it know does. because it allows... Because it has so many multiple characters, it'd be very easy for them to just do a non-sequitur character that was just like interesting and like had a cut like was fun to play because like i've been playing through some of the resident evil 7 um season one bonus stuff and there's just random things like a game of like blackjack which of course you know it's resident evil 7 blackjack someone's got a fucking chainsaw to your head while you're playing it and you're playing for inches the chainsaw is from your head but like it doesn't necessarily have to be content strictly for, like, it doesn't strictly have to be storyline in a video game to add to the video game. Mm. Um, and I think some stuff like that could be really cool for some of their properties, like uh, I mentioned Nier Automata um, and stuff yeah. like that. I, I'm, I, like, really tired, so I'm blanking on things Square Enix released this year, but I know they released some weird more than stuff, one fucking like thing. I, yeah. Uh... We're probably going to see the new Tomb Raider game. I like the last one, so I'm okay if that shows up. I'm not sure I'm like, fucking yeah, more Tomb Raider, because I have this little game called Horizon Zero Dawn that's a better Tomb Raider than Tomb Raider. Also, oh. there's a new Dude Raider. Yeah. Now, now I, with less dude, now that I think about yeah, it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't... I. I want to be excited for another Uncharted game, but at the end of 4, I'm like, this was the appropriate amount of Uncharted, and the amount of time I've spent post that, I'm like, I don't think I want more Uncharted. I, I think I want something, like, genuinely new from Naughty Dog now. I mean, well, you're getting Crash Bandicoot in theory. Oh, yeah, I got that on pre-order. But, pre um, but, um I, I'm pretty ready for some new Uncharted. I do love the the fantasy idea that I know it's not going to happen that you came up with of I just want things for Chloe and Nadine to just always work out. Yeah. It's the complete opposite experience of Nathan. Yeah, that's not going to be the game, but I, it's... They, 
they're just competent and he's a shit wizard. Yeah, that that's the game you want. Um, not likely, but sure. Um, because that'd be funny. Um, I could go for some more Uncharted. I'm sure I once probably it arrives, should pay I'll more attention fine. to the new Tomb Raider because I didn't get it around to playing the other one. Yeah, the new Tomb Raider is um, pretty good. It's also yeah. the best Uncharted game ever made. Yeah. That said, mm. between all of the Atlas properties I'm about to do, because my, or I'm still in the middle of five or Persona Five, I'm close to finish with Persona Four, and my brain is like, I really want to play Persona Three now. <laughs> you can do it if you have access to. Oh, I've got a PSP. Week. Yeah, I've got a PSP and a PlayStation Two. I'll get that goddamn game. I I will get that goddamn game. It's not yeah the 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 problem no, is no, not I'm saying it's you have a PS3 and you have a PS4. I think like one of those can download Persona Three because they're like hey it's a game that's not native for this but it's here. That's fine. I like it in handheld. Fair. Um, because I can it travels with me between New Hampshire and Massachusetts really well. Fair. Um. I want I get, Persona Six. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, I don't C3. want. I, I don't want a new Persona for a little while. I wouldn't object to like Catherine uh, Two. It, uh, if Atlas wants to announce some um, Persona Five Crimson Edition, where they add more voice acting and confidants to Persona Five, that I could be interested in. DLC for Persona or DLC for Persona Five. I was actually thinking that earlier when I was yeah. thinking about this, and I didn't say it. Um, some DLC for it. Not that I think the game needs DLC, but there's plenty of things like you mentioned, like more voice acting, like an extra confidant maybe, or like yeah, I I, I want the there jump. honestly could be a side story halfway through the game or after the game of the characters like fucking just like go to another region or something and something happens. I'm yeah, sure. I, I guess I wouldn't object to uh, the jump from Persona Four to Persona Four Golden. Like that that's a sub, that's a substantial jump if you know what you're mm. looking for. Like I wouldn't mind that happening for Persona 5. As someone mm-hmm. who's beaten it, there's some stuff. Mm-hmm. So what about you, Alex? What are you looking forward to? You know, I I'm not sure. Like I know Destiny I'm excited two? to go. Like I mean Destiny 2, yeah. I, I, I want to see some of the PC stuff for Destiny 2. I actually want so, there to be no Destiny stuff at E3. I want them to shut the fuck up about that game. <laughs> Unlike what they did last time, where I managed to get so knowledgeable about that game, it took me, like, six hours to get to new shit. I want them to, like... I want there to be a flag that says Destiny 2 comes out in September, and that's it. That would be pretty fucking hardcore, but... I doubt that because there's DLC to sell and season passes, and they gotta lure people out somehow. With I think stuff. Destiny Two sells itself to a certain extent. Mm. Um. Let's see. So I, I mean, I would say Destiny, I guess. But like, honestly, I mean, I'm kind of like just gonna play it by ear. Like, I'm not too. I don't want to hype myself up too much and then go and then get disappointed. Is my is my thing. Sure. So. I'm kind of like, all right, well, let's uh, let's see how it goes. I mean, so you obviously, see Half-Life, Destiny... you want to see Half Life Three? They will never fuck. They're never gonna release that fucking game. They can't count that high. Yeah. So uh, it's gonna be like the Kingdom Hearts of fucking first-person shooters. 
Half-Life 2.8 remake. No, not come out for like another ten years before it no, up no, no. That one. Kingdom Hearts is the Half-Life three of RPGs. <laughs> well, I'm saying they're gonna they're gonna take us from that page and say like, oh, hey, uh, this is a Half-Life two point eight Mega Remix Edition or something. So I would knows? pay Valve to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Just to fuck with people. Release a non-sequitur property in the uh, Half-Life series. It's called Portal, no. but... Yeah, I say it's called the Orange Box, but... I, I, I honestly, honestly think that he, Gabe will show up one day and be like, by the way, Steam or Half-Life 3 is on the Steam store now. And just walk away. Like, he's not, he doesn't have to hype it up. He doesn't have to say shit. He's just like, now available in the Steam store. No, no, the, the version of that... I think that game does need hype these days. Because the people that remember the game are not the people that, like, they're... A lot of the large spending power in the gaming industry is younger gamers, and none of them remember the Half-Life series. Well, and to be blunt, like, as much as I love Half-Life 2, it has not aged as well as people keep acting like it has. Like, mm. it has the awkward situation of that game introduced a bunch of stuff we now take for granted. Here's the issue. It introduced a bunch of stuff we now take for granted. All the things that may that made that game kind of like, holy shit, this is amazing, are now things most games just do. Mm -hmm. It's <coughs> it's still a great game. I'm not trying to deny that, but like trying to convince a kid that this is one of the greatest games of all time is a very hard uphill battle now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> It's hard to say it's the great, one of the greatest games ever made. You can definitely make an argument for it's one of the most influential games ever yeah. made. And that one, someone's going to have a damn fucking hard time arguing with you on. Yeah. Um, let's see. I would say also maybe some Red Dead Redemption 2 stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I, like I, I would fucking lose my shit if you go and they reveal that Red Dead Redemption 2 is going to have a GTA Online equivalent. I already had that. Red Dead Redemption had that. Well, I mean, like, at the level of GTA 5? Um, not quite at that level, but it had... Uh, I'm not sure how to describe it. Like, it had a... It had the groundwork for what became GTA Online. Okay. It's... Well, uh, that whole uh, online mode they had is very... Is very kind of synonymous with what GTA Online was at launch. Also, okay. there's some much more important questions with Red Dead than the online play. Namely, the main character. Because Red Dead Redemption 1 left us with a main character who was a piece of shit. And they either need to, or either need to have found a way to make him more interesting, or they need to have, uh, like reinvented the series essentially because well uh, again or prequeled it because they haven't announced anything other than that red logo right um i don't know beyond that, that but so how many games that game do you is think are in the red dead redemption franchise or the red dead franchise there's, there's one two revolver two. and redemption oh but redemption and, ends not with john marston but his kid and revolver and has and revolver has nothing to do with red dead redemption What are you trying to say? I'm saying it. If people keep acting like it's going to be a guarantee, like, oh, they're going to link together. 
they've kind of taken place in the same time span, but Redemption had, aside for the setting, almost nothing to do with Revolver. I'm sure, but this game isn't a continuation necessarily of the Red Dead series. It's Red Dead Redemption 2. Is it? Yes. Oh, I missed the Redemption part. Yes, it is Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, And that means a lot of things. <laughs> um, And that's where I'm getting at with this stuff of like, uh, if they pick up with John Marston's son, which I can't remember his first name because he's unimportant. Jack. Uh, Jack. Okay, ja yeah, Jack Marston. He, or he has to be an adult who's completely like developed a personality and whatnot, which I'm sure they will. It's a rock star game. I'm, I'm acting like I have less faith than I should. Mm -hmm. um, I think they hinted or this it might needs be a prequel. prequel. Yeah, or a prequel of the rise of John Marston. Or the fall of John Marston, technically. I mean, Red Dead Redemption was the fall of John Marston. No, no, the stuff that predated uh, Red Dead Redemption was the fall of John Marston. Like, how the government's basically being like, you fucking work for us now. That's the fall. Mm-hmm. Also, I sent a link to yeah. uh, to prove that I'm not crazy on it. It's no, Red I Dead believed Redemption you. I thought too, it was... Yeah. I, I forgot the redemption part, I guess, yeah. Yeah, it's... Otherwise, I'd be totally like, okay, yeah, this may be... You know, something to do with Revolver or whatnot, but it's, they're saying, you know, no, it's a sequel it's also to that particular game. Red Dead Redemption is now what the franchise is known for, so they have yeah. to, mm -hmm. they're just keeping the redemption part. Yeah. Um, so, there's a lot about that game I'd like to know, like, about, you know, who's it about, where the fuck is it? Like, you know, is it in Virginia? <laughs> right, actually, it doesn't look like it's in Virginia. Okay, they actually have released a trailer, and I just didn't notice. Huh. The trailer doesn't show much. And the trailer shows dick all. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, other than that, I don't. Like I said, I'm just kind of, I'm kind of playing it by ear. So. Well, so I guess we should now transition then from what we want to see, to what we don't want to see. Fifteen minute fucking cringe fest leading up oh, to a fucking. Get over panel. it already. <laughs> um, I'm going with. VR tacked on to games that don't necessarily need it. Yeah, I now I didn't I haven't played it, but I'm told that Resident Evil Seven they made it work great. Yeah, so I guess I should probably have a little more faith. But at the same time, I don't necessarily want to see VR support being forced on to like I don't even know. Like I don't think Red Dead would be improved by VR support. Um, that one would probably be fine if they did it right. I guess. Um, I don't want, I guess it's, I just don't want every console game that I enjoy slowly, but surely turning into the PlayStation move and like the problems with like the Nintendo Wii of like, okay, now every game needs to have this gimmick. Great. Yeah. At the around. same time though, I wouldn't object to some like, Hey, here's some really cool VR shit. Yeah. I do want to see some really cool VR shit. I just, I want to see restraint, you know? Yeah. Um, I personally, actually, like I said earlier, I don't want to see a lot of Destiny stuff. I want to see enough that people can get a reaction of what that game is. I want to hear an announcement about whether or not the PC version will launch the same day as the console version, and if there will be some kind of cross-transfer of data. Like, I want that question answered, and I want to know nothing else. Like, just show off the same stuff you showed off as part of that press event. Don't give us more. Mm. 
clear up some of the questions we have about kind of the overall workings of that game, but don't show us more of that game. Like, maybe give us a really cool-ass trailer. Maybe give us the, like, Cade and Akora equivalents that we got for Zavala, where it's like, hey, here's the origin stories of the Vanguard guys, but that's about it. I don't want to know more. I, I I don't want to see Nintendo only focus on one game again this year like they did last year. Uh, hello, Mario Odyssey. Yeah. Ooh, that's actually not a bad idea. Yeah, or supposedly, or I was thinking I was reading somewhere that Super Mario Odyssey is supposed to be uh, playable. Yeah, you. Uh, I'm okay with them focusing on one or two games, but I want them to have more than just Mario Odyssey. Like, the fact they had one fucking game last year sucked. Mm-hmm. This is the longest line in the building, too, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yes, it was. Um, <laughs> I don't want to see Cuphead again unless it's coming out this year. Hmm. <sighs> I hope it. I hope it does come out one day. I really want to play that game. It'll probably be playable there. I. It was playable last year. Like. It's, then I'll have to go. That'll be on my list of things to hunt down. Is. Uh, is Cuphead. So. Yeah, I. I don't want to see Microsoft spend a lot of time talking about the Scorpio, without giving me reasons to continue own an Xbox One. Like I. I don't. I, I only got my Xbox One working again and like powered on and all that type of stuff hooked up because I wanted to play Need for, uh, Burnout Paradise, an Xbox 360 game <laughs> that's got cross support with that. And I'm like, yeah, I could play that. That would be fun. I, I want to see some stuff. Like, I don't want last year's where it was like lots of promises and like, hey, we're going to tell you about the Scorpio. And then fucking show nothing. They have nothing. Yeah. They have no games announced for the rest of the year, mostly. They had barely had any games previously this year. I, as much as I like Killer Instinct, I don't want to see that show, their like, press conference hinging on, like, hey, we got games like Killer Instinct like, you can cross by. I, I don't want a rehash of last year. I want to see reasons to keep owning their shit. Mm hmm. Which I don't really have right now. Hmm. Like my 360 has gotten more play in the last couple months, like the last year really, than my Xbox One has. I mean, hasn't your Xbox One been dead for most of that? I I unplugged it because it was acting weird. I should have fixed it sooner. Like something should have existed that motivated me to try and fix it prior to me going like, I want to play an Xbox 360 game I don't own, and if I buy it, I can download to my Xbox One. Like, that's how fucked that situation is. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah. I don't want to yeah. see... Yeah. I don't want to see another Halo yet. I want a year of Microsoft without Halo. Hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's probably... If, if they're going to announce something with the Scorpio, that's probably a pretty good go-to franchise. <sighs> I... Not that Microsoft owns it. Yeah, they do. 
Do they? I thought. Yeah. Um, didn't they have a studio make it for them? Three, four, three. Uh, Bungie used to make Halo, but then they sold Halo to Microsoft. Oh, okay. So Bungie well, then, could yeah, make that Destiny. Just makes more sense than I realize. Yeah. Yeah, I. I don't want to see more zombie games. I, I know I'm weird in saying that, but like there was a lot of zombie games last year, and I. I don't want to see them. I just don't. Stop ruining what I love. I, I don't love zombie games anymore. Like I, I, I don't know. Like Left 4 Dead 2 was as good as that type of game is going to get, as far as I'm concerned. And everything after that's been like, okay, whatever. And RE7. <laughs> <laughs> that's not really zombies, though. That's that's that, yeah. Resident Evil's just separate. They're not really zombie <laughs> games. They're just Resident Evil games. Mm -hmm. That happened. To, I, I'm fine with zombies as an enemy, but like I wouldn't call Resident Evil that zombie franchise. It's that horror, that survival horror franchise that has zombies. Okay. Like zombie games are stuff like, um, God, what's it called? Uh, One on the mall where you play as the reporter, and you're like it's the horde stuff. Uh, why am I blanking on that name too? Um, hmm. Dead Rising. Dead Rising, yeah. Or it's like, look how many bodies we put on screen. La di da. Mm hmm. Yeah. N sixty four Mario E uh, three. Uh, what's it called? Demo or tech demo? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, as far as stuff I'm looking forward to, that's pretty much it. Like, I, I'm not. We're kind of into the stuff up. you don't want to see. Kind of anything you oh, don't want right. to well, see. Don't stuff. Um. Well, I already threw what I, the joke. I can't recycle that joke again. Um. I don't know. Like I like again, neutral slate. You know, optimistic. Not really like going in expecting much. So I'm like, oh, we'll see how it goes. But uh, I don't think there's anything that stands out that I don't really want to see. Like, I'd like to see what kind of new stuff yeah. would be coming to the table. I don't want to see the same rehash shit over and over more than anything else, which is what, you know, these companies have a habit of doing. But, you know, I would like to see something fresh air. I would not like to see something recycled and then them being just, oh, no, it's super new, I swear, and then it turns out being the same thing. Yeah, I guess you're in the same boat. I, you don't want to see a lot of sequels. You want to see, like, hey, we're doing a thing. Huh, that's a thing. That's yeah. just a new IP. I... I don't know. Like, I, I'm not sure I need a necessarily a new IP, just something that looks new and fresh. Like, you can get, as much as I don't like Breath of the Wild, I have, give them mad points for taking a risk and going in a different direction with it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not saying turn Destiny 2 into a kart racer, but if they said, like, hey, Destiny 2 has more of a survival angle to it, like, um,. The environment's now out to get you some, too. I'd be like, okay, that's a twist. That's a little different. Mm-hmm. Like, I, as much as I, I don't like the, I don't like the Last of Us franchise, but if they, like, were like, okay, where there's less of the zombie shit in this game, oh, and we've doubled down on, like, the scrounging Fallout stuff. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, okay, that actually intrigues me some. Like, and we've opened the map up a lot more. Like, we're not giving you a full like a um, 
Elder Scrolls, Oblivion, Skyrim, Fallout type of environment, but we're giving you way more freedom to kind of scrounge for shit, I could be down with that. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't want to see a fung. I don't want to see a single announcement from Bethesda about how they're making Scob Elder Scrolls Six or Fallout Five. <laughs> I don't think they're actually ever gonna make another Elder Scrolls game because they have that MMO going on. But if I hear anything about Fallout Five, I'm gonna be pissed. I mean, Final Fantasy's released multiple MMOs and still cranked out games. Yeah, I think the difference there is the games are different enough from each other. Like, uh, the the Elder Scrolls MMO is fucking Skyrim, the MMO. Like, down to gameplay mechanics. And they are um, pushing that thing hard. I don't know. Playing that thing, I never felt nearly as good as playing, like, actual Skyrim. Because it feels so much more like... In Skyrim, you actually feel like, you know, you're the main character... Yeah. And then in the MMO, it's like, you're the main character, and so is that guy over there, and that guy over there, and that person over there. Like, and all, and like the story seemed much better set up in like Skyrim, where it's like, if you're helping someone, it's important to them. Whereas in this one, or in the MMO, it's very, you know, I'm out of, you know, toadstools, go fetch some for me. Or, sure. hey, there's a whole bunch of monsters in that field to your right. Sure. Um, It, it feels so much more like just random activity-ish than it does, like, an actual story and you're engaging in a world. Well, mm -hmm. one of us here might say that Skyrim feels like random activities to him, too, but I get your point. Mm hmm Okay, so I guess for our final little thing, um, crazy wish lists and or predictions and or if the world were perfect, that w this will or won't be there. Persona 3 Golden. Okay, yeah, sure, that makes complete sense. I'm going to throw Catherine 2 on that pile. Uh, an upgraded graphics and crazy version of the new Smash on Switch. That doesn't actually seem that unlikely, in all honesty. Like, they brought, they brought, um, Super Mar uh, they brought the Mario Kart 8 over as kind of like a deluxe version. It would make a lot of sense to recycle the Smash, too. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Other than that. <laughs> I want to hear that all the public attendees didn't get fucked. And I'm putting this in the wish list category because that's not going to happen. You know what? I, I actually would like, that's a very wholesome thing for you to add there. Uh, it actually would be kind of cool if some companies are like, hey, we don't care what your badge says, get in here. They're not going to do that. I... I, I want the post-E3 thing not to be dominated by, did you buy a fucking pass to get here? Ha <laughs> ha, sucker. Mm -hmm. I, I would really like it to be like one of those where, you know what, let's invite some of the public in, uh, whatever kind of thing, and whatnot, kind of like how he was, you were saying there, but... You know it won't happen, but, you know... We, we'll... Uh, yeah, I, I don't want the... I, I really don't want the story of E3 this year to be... Man, letting the public in was a mm, choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's it for me as far as anything else goes. 
something you wish I'd like to see. So uh, I want to see Earth Defense Force running at um, 60 frames a second with perfect graphics. Ooh. They should announce a better Earth Defense Force. Or more Earth Defense Force. T- um, What's rough about this is a lot of the franchises I wanted to see more of like either just came out with stuff or yeah. have stuff on the horizon, like the Uncharted series, the Persona series. Like, both of these either just came out, or Resident Evil, like all these things like just came out or they've already said what they're doing next. Sure. Or I'm just waiting for the game to hit. Um, I got, I got one, actually. Uh, in the same way that I got, like, super, like, what the fuck is this? That looks cool as shit when they announced Horizon Zero Dawn. I want that feeling again. Okay. I, I want to be genuinely like, what is this? Mm-hmm. I needs to know. That's mm-hmm. not a bad one at all. Yeah. And I want them to I'd be like, like, next year we'll talk about it. I'd like some game footage of Death Stranding. I think we're going to get a third trailer. Yeah, I think so too. I, I again I'll say like so long as I get what that game is I'm okay not knowing too much about it I just want to mm-hmm. know what it fits into like and yes the the idea of things fitting into certain molds is kind of a dead concept but I want to prepare myself for what the scope yeah I should expect uh, is it's a shogi simulator or something like that like I again like to know ahead <laughs> again like all of these things could be kind of cool but I. I just want to know what to kind of lean towards. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been some hints Bloodborne 2 might be a thing. That could be cool, or I'd be down to see that. Uh, yeah, no, I think that would make a lot of very happy fan base. I don't think it's a real thing. That's why I'm putting it here and not in the earlier stuff, because FromSoft has said we're not doing that anymore. But it's not clear how hard they meant that. Um not doing more bloodborne they're not Isn't doing more like dark wildly souls wildly successful they're not hmm. doing more dark souls and kind of bloodborne's been wrapped up in that umbrella so it's not clear what they are and aren't doing yeah. i mean as someone who hasn't played that much of either of the games don't people like bloodborne better um they're different as i, I like bloodborne better but I mean, this is also... Bloodborne is faster, which I like. Mm. I say there's a bit of a curveball in the fact that Bloodborne solved a lot of the problems of 1 and 2 for my under... or of um, uh, Dark Souls 1 and 2, then Bloodborne came out, and then Dark Souls 3 built off of Bloodborne but didn't get everything as well as Bloodborne did. Um, it's it's different. Like, is it's... that accurate at all? Not really. It's you're you're, you're talking like in, in as similar as Bloodborne and Dark Souls are. You're talking about two very subtly, completely different games. Like the base mechanics are the same. You have a stamina gauge. It's a brutally difficult game. But like to put it in perspective, one game has a shield, the other one doesn't. And like there's a slow kind of tactical methodicalness that goes along with Dark Souls. That mm-hmm. Bloodborne's just like, no, attack. But what if I attack, push forward? Mm-hmm. Like, retreating is failure because retreating gets you nothing. 
like the blood rec- like the health recovery system of Bloodborne, like little things that make Bloodborne Bloodborne are what make it like no, it's it's like yeah, it's kind it's like it's very similar to Dark Souls, but at the same time, like it's similar to Dark Souls in the same way that kind of like Zelda Breath of the Wild is similar to Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. They all feature mm-hmm. swords. Okay. And stamina gauges. Like, it's like, yes, they're made by the same people. They're very similar. But I like Bloodborne a lot more because that game is aggressive. It's like, no, no, you don't run. Attack. Dodge. Don't run. Like, mm-hmm. don't block. Uh, parry. Okay. It's, it's the devil may cry of that type of game. Mm-hmm. The best offense is to murder it. <laughs> defense is to murder it really like yeah it's yeah I, I again like i would rather bloodborne 2 than more dark souls because i i like the style of bloodborne more i like the gameplay of bloodborne more and i know to you too it's kind of like yeah they're both stamina brutal games but they are really different if you're into those types of games mm-hmm. yeah all right I think that about does, unless anyone else any more E3 stuff they want to say. No, I, I've said my piece. Yeah. I, I, I'm definitely I, holding off until after the show to see if Persona 3 Golden gets announced, because Persona 5 <laughs> was wildly successful. Now I want my own crack idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. Like, I, I guess the last two E3s I've been at, and the last year's especially felt a little bit depressing like there there was something wrong last year i maybe the people showing up will revitalize it some i i don't know i'd like to hear that people are positive about e3 again which has not been the trend for the last couple of years but it's become oddly cool to be like why does e3 even exist you know what's awesome packs hmm I would like to go to PAX one day. Yeah. There may be talks about going to PAX for SWS, but we're not going to talk about that yet. It's on the list. But, yeah, I guess that's it for our main topic this week. If you wanted to get a hold of us to write us what Alex should go see or to send us general listener mail or questions or comments or concerns or uh, cake recipes... How would you do that, Jeff? So first, you need to get to E3 this year. This specific year, this E3. On one of the days that Alex is there. And then what you need to get is a couple of soup cans and some string. And then you're going to do the, you know, original walkie-talkie trick, and you're going to combine them together. Start then you're going to find I, Alex. Do I need a treehouse? Because those things only work if one of them ends in a treehouse. Well, you, uh, you actually reception. need an entire... Uh, cul-de-sac, actually. Okay. Complete with treehouse. Got it. And you're going to have to go between houses. And then you're going to bring that all to E3 with you. You're going to find Alex. You're going to tie him to a lawn chair. Has to be a lawn chair. And then you're going to hold one can up to his ear, and then you're going to go to your treehouse and then tell him what you want him to tell Charlie on the podcast. Can I prop that can up near Alex? Or do I have to have, like, super long arms? So I'm holding the can... And in the treehouse at the same time. Uh, I was going to recommend some kind of saw style, like if he removes oh, it, it okay, like okay. bites his fingers kind of deal. But, you know, 
What if if you, if you have arms that long? That that's an acceptable answer. So just kind of cut your arm off at like the mid um, <laughs> bicep area, prop that shit up, holding the can next to Alex's face, and then go to the opposite end. Got it. Got it. Al- alternatively, you could go up to I guess the sun, get hit with a whole bunch of gamma radiation, and turn into Mister Fantastic. And that is an yeah. acceptable answer as well. That would work. Also, yeah. That said, I do not, or I am not a doctor, and I do not endorse large consumptions of gamma radiation. Um, well, to that be always fair, goes, gamma radiation could turn you into the Hulk as well. It could turn you into the Hulk as well. You run, you run the gamble there, or it could turn you into the Thing, or Johnny Torch, or um, Invisible Woman. Does she have a name other than that, or is that just it? Sue Storm, but yeah, Invisible Woman. Sue Storm, yeah. Um, so. This is by far and above one of the best things that can happen for you because you never know. You just started writing a podcast and email, and next thing you know, you have superpowers. Or terminal illness. One of these things. Hard, Probably hard the to second judge. one. <laughs> and if you got that close to the sun, how did you get that close to the sun? Yes, please write NASA. Not even us. <laughs> No, no, I want to know first, and then I can lord it over NASA's head and be like, I know something <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> but if they don't want to risk gamma radiation, what do they do, Jeff? Uh, they just email us directly at wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. What's that again, Alex? It's uh, wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Spelled as it sounds, down in the show notes, etc., etc. We love reading emails. It's been a while since we got one. Hmm. They're fun. Yeah. All right. I think that so, does it for this week, guys. I think it I think does. So. so who yep. wants it? Um, I, I guess before we go, though, uh, keep an eye out for E3 stuff. We'll be doing something special for it. We'll definitely do a post-E3 show. We'll put Jeff back in his monitor of shame and make his face show up in it and stuff. Um... Normal content may get interrupted a little bit by it. I don't know yet. It'll continue for the most part. I won't double tap again like I did this week by accident. <laughs> You're not getting Jade Empire and Persona 4 on the same day ever again. Mm. That was a mistake, but I'm not going to take it down once we mess up like that. But, yeah. Um, who wants to take us out? Uh, anything to announce, I guess, before we take us out? I got nothing. Uh, I'm got nothing either. We got nothing collectively. <laughs> All right. Cue the metal. <laughs> <laughs>